Hey, babe. Welcome to the She Factor podcast. I'm your host, Tori Ganahl, a millennial woman on my own journey to she and co-founder of She Factor, an on and offline platform for 20-something women craving community, growth, and purpose. Through our book, app, podcast, blog, daily she newsletter, and monthly events, we're here to inspire, encourage, and equip you to create a life you love, a life that you can't wait to jump out of bed and live every single day. She Factor was born out of my own experience as a 20-something, graduating college and having absolutely no idea what came next. And after a couple years of struggling to find balance in my post-grad life, here I am, 25, and realizing that the real world is actually pretty freaking awesome. The road to success, happiness, and community are waiting for you, right here, right now. So let's walk this journey to she together, girl. Join me every week as I dish out all the tips and tricks on living your best life. Grab your favorite cocktail or Starbucks drink and settle in for real, raw, and hilarious conversations as we dive into what makes us, as women, unstoppable. Is this thing on? I feel like that was a Britney Spears moment, you guys. Hi, I am back, ladies. Um, okay, in order to get myself to actually do this, I like needed a little pump up. So if you ever need a little pump up, just listen to some Britney. I literally, you guys just listened to Toxic by Britney Spears. So I guess that's the energy I'm embodying for this podcast. Welcome in. Let me do my little mental checklist. I've got my camera rolling. I've got my podcast equipment recording. Um, I'm doing this completely unscripted, so bear with me. Um, it's also the first podcast I've recorded since August of 2021. So here I am. It's been a hot minute since I have been on social media, since I've been in my business and I've just been kind of going through it. So I thought, why not try and process and share in a way that usually works out well for me, which is sitting in front of a podcast mic. And one of you, my beautiful members of the She Factor community told me last week that one of their favorite episodes that I recorded was when I shared the moment um, of me recording a video and a podcast, quote unquote. It was more of like just a video, I think, of when I was going through a really tough time and I had this like major realization that was completely unscripted. And I was like, you know, I've been trying to sit down and post on social media and record a podcast for probably the last two months. I'm not even kidding you guys. I feel like I just have to go into it with this energy of like, this is for me. This is for no one else, but myself. I don't even know if I'm going to release it. And if I record this whole thing and I don't like it, then I won't, but at least I did it. And I got over my hump. It's funny because I'm, I'm usually really not hesitant to do anything when it comes to, okay, that's not, that's a lie. I'm hesitant all the time, but usually I get over it. And this time around, it's just taken me a really long time to get over it. And I think that's partially because of all the stuff that's been going on in my life. So let's just get into it, shall we? Um, Okay. So last time you heard from me was back in August and I just moved back to Denver temporarily. Well, surprise, surprise. And I don't think anyone's going to be surprised. It's not temporary. I'm back for good. And so much has changed since then, but I am here and I'm happy 
and I'm living my best life. (laughs) I say that hesitantly because it is my best life that I've probably lived thus far, but it's taken me a really long ass time to get here. So back in August, um, let's see, where do I even start you guys? I, (laughs) I don't even know. So August of 2021, I moved here. I'd say my health issues were at an all time low. I was having heart issues. My heart rate was like 120 resting. Um, The doctors couldn't get it under control. They didn't find anything when they ran tests. So it was kind of just this big mystery. And to preface all of these health issues. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, they said all of them were related back to me getting COVID in December of 2020. Now that I am looking back at it, I think that some of it probably had to do with the fact that I was burnt out AF and unhappy in certain areas of my life. Maybe some of the health issues started because I got COVID, but then they continued because of those other things. So as having these heart issues, I was continuing to have a lot of issues with my sleep. So I was not sleeping at all two to three nights a week. Like when I say it all, like I was up active during the nights. And then I would go through these bits of fatigue where I would sleep like 18 to 20 hours a night. So basically the whole entire day for, I don't know, anywhere from like three days to a week kind of depended on where my health was at. So I was dealing with that. And then of course, as you guys know, I'd been struggling with this whole smell and taste thing where everything sort of smelled and tasted like rotting meat. And I tried like the medical medium, which was plant-based. I had tried just eliminating meat, but because of those issues that I was having with the smell and taste, like I was really getting very, very minimal nutrients across the board. Like I was barely getting any protein. I was really just like, I wouldn't say I wasn't not eating. Like I was eating, but like I wasn't enjoying it. So I wouldn't eat very much. And so lack of sleep, basically not eating anything. Also having these heart issues. Um, I think that was it. Duh, the brain fog. I went and saw a neurologist. So I was in five clinical trials at National Jewish. Um, And because I'm in my 20s, I just turned 26 in August, you guys, uh, lost my health insurance under my mom and my stepdad. So I had this lapse in insurance. I got a $1,400 bill from National Jewish for one of my neurology appointments for one of my trials. Um, one who knew that, uh, these trials weren't covered just by like the government in general, which is a completely different topic, but also health stuff is super expensive. So I kind of like just stopped going and my doctors were really understanding. They're like, figure out your insurance stuff. Obviously you're in your twenties and obviously like you are not going to be able to afford all these appointments out of pocket. So take some time. Here's some stuff that you can do in the meantime. And what they told me to do was infrared sauna, which is a part two of this story and an anti-inflammatory diet. So essentially what they said was all of these issues I was having kind of the smell and taste related, kind of not, um, they're actually just came out with a study where they said that the smell and taste stuff is actually genetic, which is no surprise because the only other people that I know other than one girl named Hannah on social media, which I have been obsessed with following because she is so relatable is going through this rotting smell and meat thing. But the only other people I know that have been dealing with this, I kid you not guys, my cousin, my 16 year old cousin, my now other cousin, Kenzie, that you guys may know because she works for she factor. She's our designer. 
Well, Kenzie and Dylan are sisters and their dad happens to be my dad's twin brother. So technically speaking, if you really want to break it down to genetics, we're kind of half sisters because our dads share DNA. And then my dad and their dad. How freaking bizarre is that? My cousin Dylan got COVID back in January, like the January after December that I got it. So January, 2021, took a long time for me to get there. Um, And then Kenzie didn't get it until August, which is part of the story. But when Dylan got it, I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is genetic, like just curious. And so I said something to my doctor's national Jewish and they're like, that's a really curious statement. Well, they literally just came out with this study last week that said it is genetic. So maybe I should be a research scientist, you guys. I don't know. Anyways, so I was dealing with all this health stuff. Meanwhile, I go back to Portland for a week and I kind of have been having this like looming cloud over my head of like, I don't know if I want any of the same things that I wanted before. I really love moving to Denver. I, you know, I'm having all these health issues. It, it, all of these things, the smell and taste stuff I think I've talked about made me feel really depressed and just kind of hopeless because I couldn't go do the same things that I could do before. And that was also part of the fatigue as well. And the brain fog, I just didn't feel like myself. And I was in a really, really low place with my mental health and it affected my friendships. It affected my relationship. It affected me at work. It was literally affecting all areas of my life. And it really made me reconsider quite literally every aspect of my life. And part of that time was my relationship. And so during that trip, I ended up asking Tony if we could kind of take a moment to just reset, say, you know, I'm going to be in Colorado for a little bit. You're going to be here. Let's just take it, take some time away from each other because I don't really know what I want. And, um, so we did. And you guys, that was like the hardest week of my freaking life. Um, <laughs> not cried so much. I, one day maybe we'll share the picture of me sitting at the airport, watching Friday night lights on my iPad. Literally my eyes are so swollen. I can barely open them. And the bartender is like trying to spark a conversation with me. He's so, so nice guy, such a nice guy. I travel so much that we like know each other at this point. Um, I have priority pass. So I get like free food and drinks at this bar and I'm sitting there. I'm having a glass of wine. He's just like talking to me. I think, cause he knows that I'm upset. I get on the plane and I like, you know, just like when you can't stop crying, like that was where I was at. And I sit, I'm the last person to board the plane, which also is really embarrassing because probably everyone looked at me and I sat in the very front row in the middle and I will never forget the flight attendant walking up to me right before we take off and handing me a huge stack of napkins, like just saying, here, honey, I was like, oh no, am I that pathetic right now? Um, so anyways, I was in a really weird place the next night. Thank God. Oh, Kenzie and I went to the Jonas Brothers Kelsey Ballerini concert at Red Rocks, which was an amazing way to get my mind off things. A couple days later, she finds out she has COVID. I'm like, shit, am I going to get COVID again? Like, is this a thing? Um, so I go into quarantine I'm completely by myself in my apartment. Um, meanwhile, during this literally like that Saturday and I got, was it a Saturday? Maybe it was like a Tuesday. She found out on Monday that she had COVID. Also, meanwhile, my neighbors also had it. So I was like triple exposure here between my two neighbors downstairs and Kenzie. And that Tuesday, so this is, that was Monday, then Tuesday, my mom launches her campaign to be governor of Colorado. 
which this has been in the works a really long time. If you know me, if you know my mom, she's been thinking about running for a long time. She decided a couple months ago, really around her surgery, it like became really clear that that's what she wanted to do moving forward. And it's been a dream of her. She loves the state. She has seen so much happen in the last year and a half that has affected her personally and everyone around her, whether it be with my siblings and the schools and COVID and the restaurants with my stepdad having a restaurant and owning a small business. Like it's been crazy. So she decides to run for governor. She asks me to step back from She Factor, which if you don't know, she's kind of my boss. Like, you know, we, we started this company together. It's like, well, you just step back from She Factor for a moment to help me launch this campaign and help with social media. I'm like, okay, yeah. So I do that. So I'm helping her launch her campaign from my living room because I can't be on the tour because I got exposed to COVID. 12 days goes by, the launch goes really well. I can't be on the tour, but there's a second part of the tour that I'm going to go on. And it's like through the mountains and it's down in Colorado Springs by my dad's house is like the first event. And I was like, okay, my quarantine's over. I did 10 days. If I don't have it now, probably fine. I'm driving down. Oh shit. I forgot a major piece of this. Um, during this time, Tony is, is at the Ohio state Oregon game. We haven't talked really since I left Portland. He calls me and he says, my flight got canceled. I'm he flew spirit. So honestly his own fault, but would you mind if I stopped through Denver to just talk in person about everything? I was like, I'm quarantining. I'm exposed to COVID. If you want to take the risk, sure. Come, come do it. And, uh, I had written him like an 11 page letter that I never intended to give him. I never intended to share with anyone. And so he came to Denver. I read him the letter. We kind of just laid everything out on the table, like literally everything, things that were going on with us personally, assumptions and expectations that we had. Um, We talked about our values and how they lined, how they didn't align. We kind of just literally laid it all out. And one day, one time I will do an episode on that process that we did to come back together. Cause I think it's important that, you know, we don't always go to the worst, like let's just break up and call it good. Like, I think it's important that we work through these things and there's tools and resources that are great to help you do that. So we did that. We decided we're going to give it another good old college try, which is ironic because we started dating in college. <laughs> just thought it'd be a little punny there, you guys. And he leaves on Saturday. It was Saturday. That's where the Saturday comes in. He leaves Saturday night. Then I'm going to drive to spend the night at my dad's and wake up the next morning at 5 a.m. to meet up with my mom to go on the rest of the tour. I am driving down to Colorado Springs from the airport, dropping Tony off. And I start to feel a little bit funky, just like not right. I get to my dad's and I'm like, dad, I feel like I have this lump in my throat. I feel a little clammy. He's like, let's take your temperature. I had a 99.9 degree fever. And I was like, excuse my French, fuck. (laughs) Like 12 day quarantine. And I get it the night that I leave my house. So I'm like, I can't stay here because you live with my grandma and my grandpa who are high risk. And I don't want to expose them. My dad had already had COVID. So he wasn't that worried about it. And may I say that this is like 11 o'clock at night. So it's, it's really late and I'm feeling like shit and I have to just drive all the way back to Denver, which is like with traffic at that time, with all this construction that's been going on, like a two, two and a half hour drive. So I do it. I get here and I have a fever and a sore throat and I just feel icky for a couple of days. And I decide to ask my grandparents to bring my mom's dog over Henry 
uh, just to keep me company because I was completely by myself. I also didn't have a TV in my apartment yet. So I was literally just like going out of my mind bored. Um, yes, I did last all of my quarantine though of 12 days without a TV. And I'm really proud of that. Did a lot of reading, a lot of reflection, all the things. So they bring the TV, they bring the dog. A day goes by and they haven't heard from me. And they're like, okay, is she okay? Like I wasn't getting back to anyone because I was literally asleep the whole time. I was asleep for, for forever. And I started to get like a little bit delirious, you guys. Like I like was not thinking straight, but I thought I had COVID. So I like didn't think that it was anything else. And my grandma was like, I think that you have strep. Like I just have this feeling that you have strep. And I was like, I don't think I have strep. I am just really exhausted. I'm just sleeping a lot. And you know, I've been, I've been fatigued anyways. Maybe I'm just having a fatigue spell and I have COVID. Let's go get a COVID test. It comes back negative. And she's like, I'm taking you to the urgent care and you're getting a strep test. Well, come to find out I have freaking strep throat. How? I have no idea. Like if I'm quarantined for 12 days, like where did I get it? I have no clue. So I get really, really sick, like to the point where I probably should have ended up in the hospital, like with probably almost scarlet fever. If you don't know anything about strep, if you let it last too long untreated, it turns into scarlet fever. And it was almost basically to that point. And by the time the antibiotics hit, it had been like a week and a half since I had been sick. So I, my grandparents were like, you're coming, staying with us. And so I lived in like their basement room for a week. And then we left for Arizona for my cousin's wedding, like the day that I started feeling better. So yeah, it was a whirlwind and it was just like semi breakup, getting back together, moving to Denver, dealing with all these health issues, getting really sick again, but something completely different. And then going on a two week trip to Arizona for a family reunion slash wedding. Yeah, it was insane. But to reflect on just like that moment of time, and I posted this on social media, it kind of felt like everything had to break in order to build it back better. And I didn't hear that quote until much, much later. But at that point, I was like, maybe I had to get super sick again in order to start feeling better. And I don't know if that was the case, but I did start to feel better after that. I think it's because there was a shift that happened at that moment in time that my mindset started to change. I started to really focus in on my mental health, in my physical health, just kind of pour into me because I knew that my relationship wasn't going to work unless I did that. I knew that my business wasn't going to work unless I did that. And I knew that I was just going to get stuck in limbo and all these health things going on if I just stayed where I was at. So I made this major change, which, you know, looking back, it wasn't that major. It wasn't like I woke up one day and was like, let's change my life. But it was gradual. And I think a lot of that started with, you know, my daily habits and routines and really transforming those. I did that slowly starting with some journaling and, you know, I, I did have space. I had the privilege of having some space from Chief Factor. Yes. I was working for my mom on the campaign trail as a volunteer, which was a lot more than I had wanted to take on at the time, but it was necessary because it kind of like forced me out of this mindset that I had around social media too. of like, Oh, I can be good at this. It doesn't have to be hard and I can do this on my own. Uh, which before it, I'd always had help with it. I had had help with both my personal and my social and she factor social because I just didn't have the confidence to do it. Okay. Now, where do I go from here? So yeah, September, October, things started to take a turn. Um, Tony ended up coming out here and basically like kind of living here for a couple months, which was great. We were like the best we'd ever been. Things were going fabulously. Um, 
I was still hesitant to get things back into She Factor, but I was starting to get clarity on like what I wanted it to be, who I wanted to be in this world. I was just doing so much inner work that I was starting to see the things that I couldn't see before because I was getting more clarity. Um, a big part of my health bouncing back was I was doing that anti-inflammatory diet. I was also doing this infrared sauna, which has sort of changed my life in a weird way. I actually now work at the infrared sauna place that I was going to part-time because I get free sweats, whoop, whoop. but also because I wanted to meet other people that were my age. Um, I actually found the infrared sauna place because Blake uh, Horseman from The Bachelorette uh, posted about it. I am not lying to you guys. And it was like a couple blocks away from my apartment. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And then I realized the health benefits it had. And a big part of that is detox and chronic illness and decrease inflammation, which was my biggest issue. So I actually did start to feel physically better during this time also. So fast forward to December, and I was actually probably in the best place mentally, physically that I had been in a really long time. I had a consistent morning routine. I was waking up, I was doing my morning pages, which actually we talked about in the last podcast episode, I think I released with Allie McGregor. She talked about morning pages and how they changed her life. And so I was like, I'm going to give these things a shot. It's funny how I learned from my own podcast, you guys. So I was doing morning pages and then I was spending time after that, just reading a little bit, whether it be, you know, my daily stoic book, Kelsey Ballerini's poetry book, which I love. Um, I was just spending time with me every morning, drinking my tea with collagen and honey in it, which I have right here um, as I record because collagen is one of the things that they say can be super helpful with the paramsia, which is the smell and taste stuff that I've been experiencing. It also has protein in it, which I'm really unable to get protein. So it's been really amazing for me in that way as well. And I'd go into my day and whether that be working at the sauna part-time or really just at this point in December, like mapping out what I wanted She Factor to look like in 2022, because my plan was 2022 come, I was going to go full throttle back into She Factor. I'd done all the work. I was in a good place mentally. I was like, I feel like I can do this without burning out. Tony leaves to go back to Portland for Christmas. I am here. Um, Christmas is happening. This is the first Christmas that I spent with my family in two years, two years. Yeah. So it was really important for me to be here and be with my family for the holidays. And Christmas Eve comes along and wouldn't you know it, I start to feel sick again, you guys. I get a little feverish and I'm like, "Mm, it's probably nothing. And if you remember, this is like right around the time that Omicron, whatever it's called, is starting to become a thing. Then that night, uh, my mom surprises me with my Christmas present, which you guys, oh, she's not here. I was going to have her be in the video, but is a puppy. Yes, I got a gold retriever puppy for Christmas. She is beautiful and amazing and everything I could have ever wanted. Her name is Poppy Rose and uh, I'll post some pictures of her soon. She's just my little bundle of joy. And I don't know how I would have gotten through these next couple weeks without her that you'll hear about. So I get this puppy on Christmas Eve, but also I get 101 degree fever. Hey, at least I had a puppy with me. Meanwhile, and I'm going to put this short because to be honest, I'm really not quite ready to talk about it. Also, it's a two-way street. A relationship takes two people. And I think that it's fair to both give us space to heal before I fully come out and talk more about it. And I feel like there's things that are important that we keep to ourselves um, because they involve other people. But Tony and I did end up breaking up for good around this time. And basically what it boiled down to was that we had given it our all and there was still things that were in the way of us really succeeding as a couple. And 
Um, there had just been a lot of changes that mostly on my end, I feel like that had happened in my life over the last two years that had kind of changed what I wanted for my future. And we had just, you know, we had tried everything and we didn't quite know how to move forward. So I'll talk about it more one day, but now is not the time because I want to give us both the space to heal. So I get the puppy. It's Christmas. I, ha- I am going through a breakup officially. And then I leave for the wedding. The night of the wedding or the night we all get to Kansas City. The Marshall Fire sweeps through Superior in Louisville, Colorado. Or Boulder, if you don't know where that is. And if you don't know, I grew up in Boulder, but more specifically, I grew up in Superior. I went to high school there. I lived in Boulder, like in middle school. And then we moved to Superior um, end of middle school and lived there. My parents just moved to a different city a little bit south of Denver, like uh, two years ago. So it really is probably the longest I've been in a place in my lifetime that I could call home because I moved around a lot as a kid. So this was like really my home base. And the winds were high, things were dry and this fire started and literally guys burnt down a thousand homes, just like everything was ash. It, it shook all of us. And I was with my friend Maddie and Parker in Kansas city for my friend Mackenzie's wedding. Well, Mackenzie and I used to live five houses away from each other. That's how we became friends. Maddie and Parker also obviously grew up in this area too. We all went to high school together. The fire just barely missed all of my friends' houses. All of my close friends that still live there literally inches from their homes, which is great, amazing answered prayers, but also the residual damage that this fire caused in the community and just like the amount of people that lost their homes completely, the amount of animals that got stuck in the homes. It's just heartbreaking. It's just like really heavy energy going into 2022. Um, and we didn't really know anything until a couple of days later when people were allowed to go back. And unfortunately, one of our close family friends did lose their home completely. Beautiful, beautiful home. They were in Florida when it happened. They came back the night of the fire, were not allowed to go to their house because everything was evacuated and literally lost everything. And all that. I'll post a GoFundMe in the, that I started actually in the show notes, but if you feel able to give, um, I know they would greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was a really heavy, heavy start to 2022. I also got some really unfortunate news about my dad's family. Um, just some health stuff, um, going on with my grandparents and some stuff with my dad. Also, like I said, it's not really my place to talk about publicly, so I'm not going to, but it was just, it just felt like the bad kept hitting me and, and trying to knock me down. But you guys, I will say, despite all of that happening, the breakup, the fires, the bad news about my family, um, I felt generally pretty good. I felt like I had done so much work on myself over the span of the past couple months that I knew what I needed to do to make sure that I didn't steep to a, a level again. Also getting COVID, duh. I got really sick when I got COVID. I kind of like forgot. I kind of skipped over that. But yeah, going back to my mindset, like I really felt like I could say, I'm allowed to feel these things. I am going to let myself feel these things. I'm going to work through it. And I know that I'm going to be okay on the other side. And I think if you saw me post on social media, I said, you know, some things have to break in order for us to build them back better. And literally, I think something broke within every area of my life over the last six months. I mean, 
even when it comes to like my finances were complete shit show, you guys, I have done a lot of work on that, which I will probably do a full episode on too, because I've learned a lot. My just overall faith and relationship to my spirituality has shifted, has had to shift my friendships, like literally everything fell apart so that it could be built back better. And I'm so beyond grateful for that. Like I am showing up as a completely new person here today in the best way possible. And here's the thing. I think this break, this like couple month break that I took from social media, from work, from kind of just like engaging in the real world, you guys, like I did not respond to emails, text messages, DMs for a straight three months because I could not put my energy into myself and other places. Like what I realized was that my energy was so low because of all of my health issues and everything that was going on with me emotionally that to put energy into something else was so difficult for me. And I, I want everyone listening to hear that not only because I think we all go through moments of our life where we feel like we have to do it all. And I think especially with social media and with working from home and this whole virtual world and COVID, it's like, we have not just had a moment to process and to let ourselves feel and to recalibrate and press the freaking reset button. You guys, it didn't occur to me how much had happened in my life until I just stopped. And even something as simple as friends reaching out to me or plans on the weekend, or, um, I don't, I, I don't know the simple things. I just, I could not do, I could not get myself to do because I really did not have the energy or the capacity to fill that space. And, um, pressing that reset button was probably the best thing I could have done for myself. And I think I said this in the post, but you know, my first instinct was to apologize, to say, I'm so sorry. I've been gone. I'm so sorry that I took this time off that I didn't respond to you that it, it like it, everything was telling me just like, sorry, 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 sorry. But I'm not sorry. One little tiny ounce because allowing myself that space was the best thing I could have done for myself. And it taught me so much about boundaries and giving and receiving and my faith and my spirituality and my business. And it just brought so much clarity. And I will say a piece of this, I think is finding clarity in, you know, finding this homeostasis in my health stuff. I've also stopped drinking, which has brought me a lot of clarity too. It kind of just took away that fog. I've taken away a lot of that inflammation in my body. Like a lot of the physical manifestations of this have been taken care of. A lot of the mental manifestations of all of this happening, I've been working through, whether it be with close friends, my family, just in my solo journaling. Um, but it takes a lot of freaking work. Like it's, it, it's been like a full time job, just trying to get back to normal. Not all of us have that privilege and ability, but even just in the people that I've been talking to lately, you know, I've been doing these one-on-one calls with, with some of our members that have been around since day one. And I think so many of us are at an all-time low with our mental health and we don't know how to shut off. We don't know how to stop. We don't know how to take care of ourselves. We don't know what's on the other side. And we have to just stop and take a minute to breathe. 
you don't always have to be moving forward. And I think the best thing that I did for myself over these couple months was just be present in the moment and allow myself to, to not be on my phone, to not be thinking about work, to not be, you know, trying to please other people to really only lean into me was the most beautiful blessing that I've ever received. Like life has such a beautiful way of teaching us lessons when we need to learn something. And when we have this resistance to, you know, whatever it is, life just laughs at us and says, no, you're going to learn it anyways. That's kind of what I feel happened to me was I was like pushing back on making all these changes in my life being like, I don't need a morning routine. I don't need a journal. I don't need to go to therapy. I don't need to work on my mental health. I have the best job ever. I'm so happy. I love working. So I'm going to work all the time. I'm dealing with all these health issues, but they're from COVID. So I don't, you know, no one knows how to fix them. So I'm just not going to do anything about them. Um, yeah, everything's good. JK life was like, no, your life is a mess, girl. Like take a, take a step back. Your life is a freaking disaster and, uh, you're not happy. Like you need to come back to what fills your soul and what makes you happy and really reevaluate where you are and where you want to go. And also, you know, I think going into experiencing all of this in such a small amount of time and experiencing all of this at the time that it happened and also it like during COVID and experiencing it all in my twenties was really powerful. It taught me that it is okay to change and evolve. It is okay to reconsider what you want. It's okay. If the things that you wanted a year ago are not the things that you want now, it's okay. If you don't have clear goals or vision moving forward, it's okay. If it's a little bit foggy, it's okay. If you don't recognize who you were a year ago and it's okay. You are going to figure it out. You are going to find things that work for you. You're going to find solutions and light and clarity and confidence. And that just takes one, the self-awareness to realize that you need change, that maybe you're not happy. Maybe you have not been being truthfully honest about who you are. Maybe that means you're just out of alignment in your life. Maybe that means that everything seems to be going well. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but you know, I think this all started back in like February of 2020 of me working with this business coach and saying everything in my life looks exactly the way I want it to look. I have my dream job. I have my dream relationship. I just bought a house. My finances are great. My friendships are great. I have everything I could have ever wanted about six months ago, but I don't feel it. Like something just, I look, I feel like I'm looking down into my life. Like it's in a snow globe. And it's funny because I was actually looking at my journal today. Actually, I'm going to pull it out because I just moved this journal from Portland. I hadn't touched. I I really like stopped writing in it after that time, but it was in February of 2020 that I started to realize working with this coach, like what is my worth? What is it based on? How can I feel worthy of all these things? Because I think that's why I wasn't seeing my life the way that it was, is because I didn't feel worthy of any of it. How can I build a life that I will feel and that I will love? And it's, funny because she introduced me to manifestation back then and meditation and like that kind of sparked my spiritual journey. And looking back now, like even I I have written here, like attracting genuine abundance. Like we are in a co-creative relationship with the universe connected to an infinity supply. 
manifestation. Really? Why is this popping up everywhere? Like what is manifestation? Oh gosh, you guys, it's just reading all of this. Like I had no clue. I had no clue that all of this was going to change my life in that way. And all of this did change my life. Like going down the spiritual journey, like really transformed my way of thinking, how I saw the world, how I saw myself, you know, all the spiritual stuff is great, but it really is more about yourself and just like getting to know yourself and getting to love yourself. And for me, my faith is a part of that. Like my relationship with God and that doesn't have to be for everyone. And I understand that, but this all kind of brought me back to that too. And like God placing people in my life that were going to lead me down that path, like placing my new best friend, Britley in my life, who now we go to church together. I've wanted to be a young life leader for as long as I can remember. I used to do it in high school. I decided to go forward with that. Now I'm a wildlife leader. I work with middle schoolers and helping them see the light in having a relationship with Jesus. And like, this sounds all a little bit, you know, religious woo woo, but I think everything that happened over the last three months, six to six months, like recalibrated me on a core level. It recalibrated my foundation of who I am. Like this is, let's go back to what's important to you. It always comes back to who you are and who you're becoming. And life puts you right in the middle of it to figure that out right when you need to figure it out. And it's also ironic because that's literally the core of She Factor and why we started She Factor. And It all comes down to figuring out who you are and then living your life in alignment with who you are. And when you do that, amazing things happen in your life and you get to live this life that you love and you get to live a life with the people you love and you get to do things that bring you joy and bring you fulfillment and bring you confidence. And I I really do think that all of these things that I went through over the last several months boiled down to me having to rebuild my confidence in myself in every aspect of my life. And that started with my daily habits that started with understanding more in depth of who I am and what brings me joy and happiness that also led me to go deeper into my faith and my spirituality and having confidence in my decision-making, in my vision, in my intuition, in my everything. And I think so many of us have that fog, like that lack of confidence. And that's for so many different reasons. It could be that we're out of alignment. It could be that we just don't know who we are. It could be that we're living life as somebody else and not ourselves. It could be that we're so flooded with messages and, and things from social media and society that we just don't know where to even begin. Like there's so many things in the world that are bringing us down and telling us, no, you should not be confident in yourself or you need to be this way or you, you should do this or you have to be like this in order to be successful. Well, when you break all of that down and you push it all away, the core of that is you have to be confident in yourself in order to build a life that you love and in order to enjoy a life that you love and in order to just be your best self. And at the end of the day, you are the only person that matters. And I I feel like I've talked about this a lot on the podcast before, but I've never really believed it in the way that I do now. But like at the end of the day, you matter the most. Your mental health is more important than your job or your relationships or just honestly, anything, your mental health should be a priority over your physical health. Cause when you have good mental health, your physical health will likely follow as I've seen in the opposite way of my bad mental health, causing me to have bad physical health. If you don't put yourself first in a relationship, in a friendship or an intimate relationship or your family, if you aren't putting yourself first, if you're doing everything to give to this person, but you're not giving to yourself first, if you're not filling your own cup, you're never going to be happy because you are the only person that can make you happy. You are the only person you are responsible for. 
if there was an apocalypse that happened tomorrow and you had to only be by yourself with yourself, fending for yourself, would you love that person? And would you be able to be with that person only? And before I was telling myself that I, I love myself and I was doing all these things and I was in a good mental space, but like now I realized that I really wasn't and that the person I am now is much more awake and aware and alive than she's ever, ever been. And I want that for all of you. Like I, now that I feel this aliveness, I want that for every other person in this world. Like I want, especially every woman in this community to feel that aliveness. When you start to live like this, it's true that everything starts to follow. Like the people that are now in my life, the opportunities that are coming through, the just abundance of everything is quite literally insane. You guys, like it is crazy what happens when you fill your own cup first. It really is, but we have to learn how to do that. So I guess from here, this is my thought on how I'm moving forward, especially in she factor. Cause I'm sure you all are curious. I'm sure you probably thought like, where the hell is Tori? Where the hell is she factor? Is it ever coming back? Did, did it die? No, it didn't die. It's still here. And I've really like been struggling with where I want to take it. I think because I, before I felt like I'd done certain things that failed, like the membership or these events, if I continue to do them would burn me out like I was before, but I was in such a weird mental space that, you know, no wonder it didn't work. I'm not surprised by that at all. I'm literally not one little ounce of me is surprised that things didn't work in the past. And now that I am in this space and I am able to have this balance and approach my work and my life from such a better mental space, I still feel, and even after my conversations with you all, that I've never felt more connected to my vision and this company and what it's intended to do. I think that women, especially right now, just everyone I seem to talk to is dealing with something or has dealt with something in the last year that has, has made their mental health deteriorate. And, um, so mental health, I really think is going to be a lot of the core of what we talk about moving forward and, and mindset and working on yourself and knowing who you are is such a key piece of that. We have to, you know, work on ourselves before we can go out into the world and do what we want to do and do and accomplish all the things that we want to accomplish. Like dreams and goals are great, but if you aren't in true alignment with who you are, if you aren't living your life as the person you want to be, if you are dealing with just like a mental health crisis or just thing after thing after thing happening and you're not able to handle it, like you're not going to be able to live your life and enjoy your life. And that's, that's what I want to change. We have an opportunity when things go awry, like my life for the last six months to face ourselves. And to look yourself in the mirror and say, are you the person that I want to be? Or is there still work that I need to do? Well, there's always going to be work that you can do on yourself. Let's be real. But, you know, every thought, every decision, every vision, every, um, everything that goes in and out of our head is there for a reason. Every desire, everything that doesn't feel good. You were given that for a reason. You had to go through everything that you went through for a reason. And I'm not saying like everything happens for a reason. I get that that's like blanket statement. And sometimes it's hard to find the reason, but I truly believe after all of this is that 
for me personally, I had to go through all of this in order to come back and tell my story and to teach women and to teach others to see the light and the darkness and to come out on the other end and to say, you are important. And everything that you went through is building you up and making you stronger and teaching you so much about yourself. And like you at the end of the day are the most important thing in your life. And I have a responsibility now to show up and share that with you because I seriously can't not like everything that I went through. I feel this like deep core responsibility to share with others because my life has changed so drastically and we're all always going through something. And if you can have the tools and the resources of the community and the people to lift you up, but most importantly, if you can have the ability to go through everything you're going through and feel confident in the decisions you make and the way you show up and who you are and knowing that you'll come out on the other side, like that changes everything. And as much as I just brain dumped on you guys or word vomited or whatever you want to call it, everything that happened to me in the last six months, I shared all of that with you, but there's still a lot that I'm unpacking within it all. Like I said, I'm not ready to talk about the breakup publicly. I'm still understanding why my whole entire hometown burned down. I'm still processing even all of my health issues and working on that every single day. And I'm waking up every single day and I'm obviously feeling this resistance to share and to show up again. And I think that just comes from feeling like I don't even know where to begin because I've been through so much. And like, I, I have felt it all so deeply. It's like, how do I even share that with the world? How do I even like tell them what happened? And to be honest with you, I wasn't even expecting to tell you what happened in this podcast. I was just going to talk about the lessons I learned and where I'm going from here and like showing up and being positive. But the, the truth is, it's like, it sucks. Like when you're going through all of that stuff, like it is hard and you feel horrible and you feel hopeless and you feel like, like everything is falling apart around you and like you're crumbling too. But I feel a responsibility to show up and share all of this because I came out on the other side. I want all of the pain and the struggle that I've been going through to have a purpose. And I want you to know that you're not alone if you're feeling any of these things too, and that you can make it out on the other side as well. The lesson in this for everyone is that, you know, I've been through hard shit and you've been through hard shit. And what connects us all is our struggles. And you don't need to share all of your deepest, darkest emotions with everyone in the world. You don't need to share exactly what happened. I didn't share everything with you today in the sense of like the things that I felt on a deep core level of who I am, but I still wanted to share from a place of power, from a place of, I see you and let me show you what's on the other side. Look at my life now. Like I am living in Denver. I'm so happy. I just bought a new car. I have a puppy. You guys, every single thing on my vision board from six months ago, actually from longer than that, from May of 2021 has come true everything. Maybe not my vision board from January of 2021, because that vision board, let me tell you, was not in alignment with who I am. Like that vision board, uh, did not know who I was going to become in 2021. It thought that I was going to ride the wave. Uh, but vision board in 20 May of 2021, different story. And I had it as my screensaver on my phone until literally everything came true and it all came true. 
And I think the reason why is because May of 2021, I started to do the freaking work. I started to wake up. I started to realize I wasn't happy. I started to take myself and pull myself up off the ground because I'd say April, 2021 was probably the lowest I'd ever been. And that is when I recorded that video that I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast. That time I started just showing up, surrendering and being willing to just be so radically honest with myself about what voids I was trying to fill with what. And I've had this season of just like deep reflection on who I am, what I want, how I show up in the world, what this community is to me, how they've shown up for me, how I want to show up for them, the impact I want to make with this business, the impact I want to make on this world. Like this season has been really, really freaking powerful for me. And I've learned so much that I cannot wait to bring here to you. I think that you'll start to see these themes come through as I show up more. That's because one, I don't want you to go through what I went through. I want to help you avoid that too. I know, and I recognize that we're all going through shit and we have to be there for each other. And three, I feel like I have to be the mouthpiece to the wisdom that keeps coming through to me. These boosts of inspiration and moments of, of clarity in my own life. Like I want to share those with you. Oh, okay. So to wrap it all up, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been patient and given me grace and the space to take these last couple months to rebuild. And I'm so excited to start showing up again and to start sharing all the things that I went through and to start building this community back. And, you know, I think what that looks like is us all coming together and transforming our lives together and working on our mental health and going deeper into who we are and what we believe and really becoming the best versions of ourselves. For me, I see that happening through, I still believe in the membership and I think that that's to come, but in a lot simpler way um, than I've done in the past. And I think that's going to show up in events. You know, we, I'm already planning another summit. We just hired somebody on the team to help us focus on corporate wellness. And if you didn't know, that's kind of what she cares was about. Like, let's do this for our community, but also bring in women from corporations to help them build community and have these conversations within their companies. So we just hired somebody to help us focus on that. And, you know, I think just moving forward, these events are going to be so important, whether it be a monthly masterclass within the membership or a, a quarterly summit or a happy hour, like these events and these spaces, these containers are where the change happens within us all and where we're able to transform and where we're able to build that confidence and learn about the things that, you know, we might not know are important to us, or maybe we learn about the things that are going to change our life. And I think for me over the last year and a half, like those events, whether it be my flop of she leads or whether it be from she cares and all of the coaches and people I continue to work with from that, whether it be our monthly events, I have learned so much from all of those myself that I've integrated into my life through this time that have been so powerful, even the silhouette, like I've done this deeper dive into that, into who I am as a guardian and where that shows up in my life and how that affects me in my relationships and my business. And like even doing the work on that and then continuing that into how do I align all of these spheres of my life with who I am as a guardian 
And then how do I take that to the next level and continue my working on my mental health and my confidence and, and how I show up publicly, like all of these things that I've learned through she factor, I have then now integrated into my life. And I think that's what these last couple of months have been about is really integration. I had to start from ground zero in order to rebuild that for myself, figure out who I am, figure out where I need to prioritize who I am in my life and be in alignment with that. And also show up with integrity. Like I I wasn't doing a lot of the things that I was telling you all to do. I wasn't walking the walk and talking the talk. I was just talking the talk. So the last couple of months have been about integrating and having integrity and then also being present in my struggles and allowing myself the space to heal and to process and to be just all in on myself and not my relationships, not my business, not the external circumstances. I needed to be all in on me. And so all of that being said, like those are, I think the things that you'll continue to see from me in 2022. And, um, I'm of course still going to bring people in. Um, my passion is connecting people with other people that can change their lives. And, you know, that's why I have this podcast and that's why I bring in and interview people in our events. And like, I had this realization the other day, I was like, I kind of want to be like the next Oprah. Like that's very extreme, you guys, but I love connecting others with each other and telling stories and being that facilitator. So you'll see that hopefully on a much larger scale this year. But I just want to say how grateful I am for all of you in having these conversations with you guys. Um, I've just, I've been accepted back in with open arms and just so much grace and love and understanding and to hear how she factor has changed your life and not only mine, but changed yours as well. And how it's manifested in your life. I mean, new jobs and relationships and new realizations and deeper spirituality. And like, I can't say that I'm responsible for all of that. You guys are, you guys made the changes in your life, but to be able to facilitate that is a really, really beautiful thing. And I'm so blessed that you guys have welcomed me in on your journey and that you shared this precious time of your life with me, whether it be on the podcast or with She Factor in general. And like, that is the energy that I want to take into this next year of like, how can we continue to all do that together? And how can I continue to facilitate those changes in your life and facilitate those relationships and that community as well? Cause that's such an important piece. I've, I've gotten to meet so many of you in the last couple of months as well. That has been so special and dear to my heart. So, um, yeah, to end it, you know, if you are going through anything hard, if you have had a shitty year, shitty 2021 and 2022 isn't, isn't showing up the way you wanted it to. If you've just been going through it, even if you haven't been and you're just feeling like you're in a season of stuckness or just, you know, dullness, bleh, meh, mehness, um, whatever you are going through, know that I'm here for you. If you need anything, please reach out, um, share your stories with me. I want to hear about how the last year has been for you. Tell me how I can help. You know, I really, my goal and intention for 2022 is just to show up more and to respond to DMs and have more conversations and to be on more calls with you guys and to create more community, um, not only for myself, but for you. So please let me know what's going on with your life and how she factor can help you in some way. And I want to open up the opportunity for you to share your life with me in order to create more special, meaningful content for you all. So I'm going to post a survey in the show notes. The survey is really in depth. You don't have to answer every question, but it gives me kind of all of the information that I need in order to start from the bottom up with the business and to create more products and experiences for you that 
will help you. That will be so much more intentional than me just like creating content. So I invite you to do that. Stay tuned for some really fun things coming up. I am wanting to do a challenge where I walk you through all of the small changes that I made in my life in order to really just change my life to come back to life. So that will be coming soon. And then, um, like I said, I'm planning an event for Q1. So stay tuned for that too. A little preview for you guys. It's going to be called Confidence Camp. I'm so excited. Like fireside chats, Airstream trailer type vibes, campfire vibes. Like we're going all in doing it camp status. So I'm really just going to talk about how to build confidence in each of the spheres, folk, flame, faith, future, finance, fashion, uh, favor, fuel. I think I said all of them. If I didn't, you get the gist. And I really feel like there's going to be some really amazing things and changes and products and experiences that are coming from me and my very small, amazing team in the next couple months, in the next year. So I'm so excited for She Factor to be back in your life, on this podcast, on social media. I'm just excited. Like I said, like my vibe and my energy moving forward, it's been really heavy in the past. And now I'm ready to just go all in, be 100% authentically myself. And not that I wasn't before you guys, but you know, I think before I was showing up how I thought I should show up. I wasn't 100% being authentically me. I was kind of living my life out of alignment in the sense of like, I was loving what I was doing. Don't get me wrong, but I was doing it in ways that were burning me out, making me feel lack, um, making me feel like I wasn't good enough, like bringing up all these limiting beliefs for myself. And I feel like I've now transformed my mindset and my relationship with myself now to embody this energy of just being me. Like, I think I said in my posts, like everything that I've been through has now allowed me to show up more me in this community than I ever have and not feel like I have to be validated or that I have to pour myself in so much that I'm empty at the end of the day. I am still doing my practices. I'm still able to be giving back to me while giving to all of you. And I also was really worried about what people were thinking of me as an entrepreneur, as old relationships and friendships, like what, what they must think of me on social media. I don't know. I was having all of these thoughts of like, am I enough? Am I good enough? Am I, I don't know. It was just, it, you know, it's, if you, if you really know me and my best version of me, that is so not like me. Like I am so usually unapologetically myself. And I think I've lost sense and track of that over the last two years, physically not feeling like myself this year, well, last year with all of my health stuff made me realize like, no, what am I doing? I have to live this life just as me. I have to be loud and colorful and sparkly and full of love for everyone around me. And like, that is who I am at the core of me. I love to share experience with other people. I love helping them realize their fullest potential. I love being able to shine my light so bright that it inspires other to shine their lights just as bright, if not brighter. Like I love connecting with people and, and just having an open heart to this life. And I feel like that's something that I really lost, lost uh, track of, I guess. So 2022 is the year of me. Like I am showing up 100% as me, 100% authentically um, being vulnerable, but you know, also choosing to not be vulnerable all the time, keep things lighthearted and fun, but to share my struggles, but to not dwell in my struggles, to to give space to others, to share their stories. I don't know. I'm just rambling now, but 
yeah, I'm really excited to just, to just show up as me and to be in this space with you and to continue to share my journey with you guys. Okay. (sighs) So now that it's been an hour and a half of me just talking to this microphone, I feel okay. I don't feel like, you know, as relieved as I think. I just feel like it's all over the place, but maybe once I listen to it, I'll feel better. I don't know. I feel like there's just so much to share with you guys. And my brain is like, has been just sending me these like, oh, you need to talk about this. Oh, you need to talk about that. Oh, you need to share this. Oh, don't forget to talk about that. That like, that's why I needed to do this unscripted. I needed to just sit down and be like word vomit all over the microphone because if I overthought it, then I wouldn't be being authentic and I wouldn't be letting things come naturally through. Just sit down and be honest with you guys about where I was at. And, um, I'm in a really good place. You know, I'm still working through all the things that I'm working through. I'm still going through hard shit. I'm still processing all of the things that I've been through, but you know, I, I needed to just rip the bandaid off and, and do this and show up and be with you guys. And I think if you've listened to any of the past podcasts, like if I do my little like beginning intro, like sitting in front of this mic is so therapeutic for me and, uh, having conversations with our guests is therapeutic for me. And I really do absolutely love this part of my life and my job. And going through everything I did, I was nervous, I think, to show up here because I wanted to be vulnerable and I wanted to be honest with you guys, but I wasn't ready yet. And there is some value in like not sharing while you're in the middle of something. And I see that now, but at the same time, it's been really hard because I feel like this has like been an avenue and a medium for me to share and be who I am and be myself. And it's something I'm good at that gives me confidence, that brings me excitement. And I haven't had that for the last couple of months. So I appreciate you being here, listening to this episode. I apologize if it's all over the freaking place. Um, I'm sending my love to all of you guys that 2022 is a better year for all of us. And I hope that these experiences that I have been going through this time of my life, this, uh, this podcast, hearing me just blabber on for however long this episode is going to be, however much I choose to release. I hope that it helps you. And I hope that it helps you to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I hope it helps you to make a change that maybe starts helping you prioritize your mental health or your physical health, or maybe it just gives you a little bit of hope that things are going to be better or that everything is happening for a reason or that, um, everything is happening at the time that it needs to be and helps you, you know, maybe release some of that expectation and pressure that you put on yourself. Um, I just hope it helps you. Let's just say that. (laughs) Um, I love you all so much. Like seriously, in my heart, like it's been so hard for me to be away from, from she factor and from this community. So I appreciate all of you and I love all of you so deeply and, um, cheers to freaking 2022. You guys know that reel, um, where it's like the Taylor Swift song 22. And it's like, I'm feeling 2022. I hope that you're feeling 2022. I hope that we all have a freaking good ass year. I look forward to showing up in this space every week and I'm letting go of structure. I'm letting go of like these hard boundaries that I set upon myself for the business, for the podcast. So like, I'm just going to show up here in an inspired way and whatever I feel like sharing this next week or, you know, tomorrow or the next day or the next month, whatever, I'm just going to do it. So hope you come along for the journey. Um, we're just living our life in our twenties and maybe not our twenties, maybe beyond our twenties, maybe, uh, not 20 yet, but wherever you're at, I hope that you come along for this journey and I can't express enough how much I love you all and how much I appreciate you. Okay. Now that I, like, I feel like you guys, I feel like nothing's changed. I feel like I'm exactly who I was before where I just like go on about how grateful I am. Like I have these like gratitude bombs (laughs) that go off and I just can't stop. And I 
and going to stop now because it's ridiculous. And you guys know that I love you. I don't know why I feel like I need to like tell you so much. Um, but I do. Okay. I'm signing off. Stay tuned for more updates and I will see you next week. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening to the She Factor podcast. Everything we do here at She Factor is for you to unite, excite, and cheer each other on as we create a life we love together. We'd love for you to rate, review, and share the podcast if this helped you in any way on your journey to sheep. And you can DM or email us a screenshot of your review for a special treat from Team Sheep. Looking for more than your weekly dose of Sheep Factor? Find us on social media at The Sheep Factor or head to our website, thesheepfactor.com to keep up with all the latest trends on our blog, subscribe to our daily She newsletter, RSVP to our next virtual event, and join our She membership for an all-access pass to your virtual girl game. Follow me at Torreganall for a behind-the-scenes look at all things she and slide into my DMs to share how I can support you on your journey. See you next week.